Hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Walt Tula Road Rage, we are back. Uh, tester ass, uh, basketball David affiliated uh, or just a caller friend, uh, great job. Uh, yeah, David has been involved in the game of basketball his whole life. He's a, uh, a noted AAU coach and um, and has overcome a lot in his life. Uh, he's uh, honestly, um, and, and he's a terrific human being too, uh, above all else. So, um, yeah. Love talking basketball with David. All right, it is uh, it's Looper and Ed right now, and we have lots to get to. You can still get in. I want to mix some football in. We're in the middle of uh, really today has been. I, I didn't plan this, but today has basically been ninety percent basketball. We've had some football conversation relating to the Super Bowl, uh, relating to uh, Brock Purdy some relating to the Pittsburgh Steelers and what's going on there. I have a number of Steeler fans who have written me during the show and just, you know, acknowledging they're not happy with their quarterback situation and with good reason. And again, the Justin Fields thing is a no brainer. You, you've got to throw something at that. And I, and I, I don't think you, you can afford to be concerned about what you surrender either. Uh, I think here's the, here's the reality. You are locked into perpetual nine and eight dumb. And un- unless you change the equation at quarterback, you're going to remain nine and eight. You are just locked in there, and you've made a lot of stupid quarterback decisions, quite honestly. And and you haven't been good since you know. You weren't good in the later stages of Ben Roethlisberger when the decline was obvious. You've got to go back a, a while until you've had competent quarterback play, and that's all that separates you because you know. Look, does that team still have some areas of concern? Yes, every every team does. But their primary area of concern is the quarterback, where they've just been dreadful. And so, you know, again, is is Justin Fields? Do I guarantee Justin Fields as I do as I did Jordan Love? No, uh, I don't. But I can guarantee you this: he's light years more physically gifted than any quarterback on your roster. Therefore. If you have a chance to make a move for him, you make the move and you try and coach him up the rest of the way and accomplish the things the Bears couldn't. But I can tell you right now, you see enough on film in terms of his traits, his positive attributes, that he is worth taking a shot at 100%. And that's not just the Steelers. That's any team that doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, Looper, Looper, what's going on there, Looper? 
Ah, uh, and Kevin just went on our little pilgrimage, and they, we ran out of gas. He said, you going to get that jet gas? I said, yeah, we got it going. That'll get us on back to where we at. Uh, you talking about, I mean, I don't know, football. Well, college is over with. Basketball is what we're talking about because that's what's going on. Lacrosse is going on. Had a good game there Saturday. Moved up 21 in the nation. How about that? Softball yeah. team uh, kind of took one on the chin Sunday, but I ain't worried about it. They'll roll on out. And another one, the gymnastics. I watched some of them, you know. Uh, and when we swept up our pit, we had to go up there and show them how them uh, people in the mountains, you know, the, <laughs> up there in the mountains. Uh, they just ain't as limber as these people here in the south. You know, it looked pitiful. <laughs> you know, I know uh, it's. Uh, it looked bad, you know. Yeah, that's funny. So they, they got, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, people, you know, they say, well, nobody don't care about no uh, uneven bars. Hey, we grew up watching the Olympics. That's and gymnasts, I mean, we had the winter. That was, hey, we, we took pride in the winter and the summer, summer Olympics. Yeah. We was American team. We had all that streak going on in basketball today. Uh, somebody dropped a hammer out there in 70, 1972. Restarted the game about four or five times. We had Kevin Roach and That's McMillan. Right. Uh, yeah, you're talking about a basketball player. Anybody here remember McMillan? He played at Maryland. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, look at this. You know, Maryland. I mean, uh, well, I've seen some South Carolina Maryland games yeah, back Mc... in my time. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, again, McMillan played I've seen, with. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, Ashley Brazil. Well, he, he uh, God rest his soul, but. He would probably remember that when uh, one Cyclone player knocked him about three feet up into the stands. The game called, and they called. They played. Oh, you talking about no fouls, no blood, no fouls. They all came from up there in Bronx, Brooklyn. Uh, you know, it's just uh, like when, oh, uh, oh, God, what was the Georgia Tech coach? Bobby Crimmins. When he got off the plane down here, he got off the plane. It was a big recruit. Had him on the news, gets off with a big mink coat, all the way down to the floor, probably back in, you know, had a look good, you know, uh, you know, he come out, of, well, it's a Catholic like boarding school, you know, kind of like a reform school, but I reckon uh, he learned something out of it, got him out of that hard headedness. But, you know, uh, that's what's going on. Football, tearing up about the pros, don't even know where they're going. Don't care about them. Uh, my Raiders, uh, now, you talking about my team uh, being in the woods. Raiders is in the woods, out of the woods, across the ocean, and then another set of woods. I don't know where they're going to ever get back. I mean, uh, I grew up that Red Sox. I'm a bro- but my Celtics is creeping along, but, boy, they don't go back to them good old days when they won about 10 in a row. Yeah. Old Bill Russell flipping yeah. that ball out every which way. Yeah. You know, it's he, a fact. He, he practiced that. I mean, he, he said, I'd tip it out there, and I'd tip it when I go get it. I mean, he didn't, you know. Yeah. But anyway, David Thompson, another good player. Oh, you know, more than good. Well, I mean, y'all, I mean, Monty Tyler, he was a little, yeah. he was a little short. A 5'7 one. point guard. Uh, uh, I, you know, I ain't much of an Tar Heel fan, but back then, you know, we kind of pulled for the league. You know, it was yeah. some crookedness going on in these officiating games. South Carolina found that out. <laughs> You know, Bobby Jones, another good player up there in North oh, Carolina. Yeah. One of the greatest defensive players who ever lived, 6'9". Yeah, I forward. mean, uh, and you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, players. 
hey, we got a bunch of good players. I mean, look at that. We were, what, 9-2, and two, uh, something like that against that great big, big 12 out there, you know. And uh, if you get to looking at our non-conference, I think, uh, I ain't going to mistake, and we're going to have to calculate, I think we've got a better non-conference record against the opponent. Hey, we two against uh, two and zero in that Southeastern Conference. They said Barnes and Kentucky man, all them is a great, but we took care of two of them. But we win her that league. And Boise, uh, Boise State ain't a bad team. I watched them a couple nights ago. They beat uh, Nevada. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, I mean, you know, right. look what happened last night. Itself, itself, still out there in them Jayhawk land. Yep. Well, well, he must, he might, he might step a little backwards. <laughs> uh, them Red Raiders put it on him. See, I think we got a better. I think we got. I think Wake Forest to go down there in Southeastern Conference probably could win by ten games. Could probably, you know, compete. That's what you got to look at. You know, Wake Forest they ain't too bad. Watch them last night, but you know where they played at. Yeah. Up there when they That's said right. they men, they men, they men. <laughs> And they need, uh, I think back in, uh, Duke needed some testosterone pills because them men, a Lehigh, took them out. Take it up there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ramona, that was the longest sentence in road rage history. There were, there were, it was, there wasn't were it? no commas, <laughs> no pauses. That was the longest sentence in road rage history. At, at one point, Ramona, he talked about uh, Clemson's gymnastic team and talked about the fact that, you know, those uh, mount, those Pennsylvania mountain girls, they're not as limber as the uh, Southern girls are. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah those Pennsylvania no, mountain girls, they're not as limber. You know these raiders, Ramona. They're out of the. They're they're in the woods. They're out of the woods. They're across the ocean in another woods. That's how bad these raiders are. <laughs> all all in one thought, one sense. That may be my favorite looper call of all time. Oh man. Uh, uh, what do we have here? Um, where did that go? Um, here it is. Uh, good God Almighty! Somebody get Looper some Campectate. He's got diarrhea of the month. Of the mouth. Yeah, I just think that was the, maybe the most impressive call in uh, in show history. I'm just. I'm not sure. I I speak for four hours a day. I'm not sure I could have done that. <laughs> just, it was like I don't know. It was like five minutes in in one continuous streaming thought. Never stopped. Uh, back to the phones. It is Ed and Mitch up first. Ed, how are you, Ed? Good to have you, Ed. Walter, Looper is a tough act to follow. <laughs> he is a tough act to follow. Um, I was calling to give you my thoughts about the Super Bowl. Oh, by, by the way, by, by the way, Ed, here's a, here's a question from uh text line, uh, two, four, seven, I cannot answer. He said, uh, love the show. Walt, name the basketball players from the first Space Jam movie. I, I missed the uh, first Space Jam movie. I, I don't, who is it? Was it Michael Jordan? I, I said, I don't, I'm Michael right. Jordan. Michael Jordan was in there, yeah. Okay, good. I got one because I have no idea. All you have to say is Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes characters. Okay, then I got it because I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Honestly, I, I never saw any of it, so I don't know. Yeah. 
I never watched it either, so don't feel, you know, alone. You know, I was ill on Sunday, honestly. Didn't drink coffee, didn't eat any good food, didn't enjoy any cold beer. Um, it was just, it was awful. Now, I managed to pay attention to the Super Bowl, except for dozing off some. And uh, so the Niners are down 13. But, yeah, that, that's understandable. It's a doze-worthy game. And I wake up, and uh, San Francisco is up 16 to 10. I said, oh, what did I do, miss an extra point or kick two field goals? Because the way the game was going, I probably th- I thought they kicked two field goals. I made it to 19 to 19 in overtime, and I shut it down and found out the next day what happened. And I, I automatically, my first response on seeing the score was, it is fixed. And then I realized the San Fran kicker misses an extra point. How in the hell do you hit two 50-yard field goals <laughs> and miss an extra point? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, that, yeah, that kick anyway. had a very low trajectory. I don't know if his plant foot slipped or what, but that kick had a very low trajectory. It was blocked. So, I'm no longer of the black helicopter theory. I think it's just – I think Kansas City has a horseshoe so far up there behind that they just – that's been their luck the last few years. And, well, uh, you know, look, I, I will say this. I think that the Super Bowl in the salary cap era is exactly as Brady has described it. Basically, that every Super Bowl game in the salary cap era, with rare exceptions, is going to be close. It's going to be close because the the whole system is designed to make people even. So, you know, it's going to be close. And then, you know, and that's why I think it's even more on the quarterbacks, uh, you know, and that's why uh, great quarterbacks win these games over uh, not great quarterbacks. And that's what you had. San Francisco is the better team. Uh, they probably should have won the game in a more comfortable manner. But at the end of the game, if you let Kansas City stick around, um, they were going to win because yeah, their, they guy, did, their guy's they better did, than yours. They did some good second-half adjustments and all that. But honestly, um, I think Detroit would have beaten either team that day. You know, But that's neither here nor there. And I'll move on from that. I no longer subscribe to the black helicopter theory. I think it's just pure parody. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Ed, that you mentioned Detroit. Uh, Several other people mentioned them, too. You know, when you think about they played at San Francisco, and they absolutely had that game won. And, you know, and I think uh, if you were able to rewrite history and Campbell could go back, whatever he says, uh, and kick that field goal, uh, Detroit wins that game, and then they go to the Super Bowl. And, you know, honestly, if you just look at the way those teams played the last couple games, the team that actually looked the best was Detroit. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Let me ask you this. Uh, Clemson basketballs had a good run the last couple games. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're coming back home to a team that shot lights out and beat them. Yep. Will coming home maybe uh, raise them up a little bit, or do you think they are going to overcome that? Yeah, again, at home is where they've struggled with three-point shooting. And, um, you know, in in Miami, I can tell you this, uh, 
when when a when a player and or a team has had a lot of shooting success against another team, uh, it it just comes it bubbles right back to the surface. So in other words, Miami knows how well they shot the ball against Clemson. So they're going to be confident. But there are some ingredients that weren't there the first time, like Clark, which I think is a major distinction uh, between game one and game two. And and I think Clemson needs to do a better job of punishing Omir inside. Omir physically controlled P.J. last time, and P.J. can't let that happen. I mean, uh, Omir's six, five and a half or whatever he is. He's incredibly strong, but uh, but that's still advantage, PJ, and you've got to go inside to him, and you've got to work on on getting Omir out of that game, uh, getting that Omir out of that game early. But look, I, I I just like the way this team is playing, Ed. I think I think they have a great chance to win out. Off the top of your head, what has Miami done in their last three or four games? I know they had quit in one game. Yeah, they they, they haven't been playing. They haven't played well. They've not played well, and. Uh, and it's been a very disappointing year for a team that's hyper talented. I mean, honestly, I think when you look back at their season, um, their best performance was that Clemson game. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, from what little I know, I would agree with yeah. that. And uh, as a Falcons fan, give me the kid from the Bears. Yeah, eight days a week. Yep. Thank you, Ed. Yeah, I think a lot of te- I'm getting a lot of that from uh, various uh, fans of various fan bases saying, you know, uh, yeah, we want we want Fields. All right, uh, quick break, and then it is Mitch and Rose. I'm coming right to you on the other side. Do not move a muscle. Walt tip to the road rage. Quick break. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? Babbel's interactive lessons are created by real language teachers and voiced by real native speakers using a modern conversation-based method. So in no time, you can start speaking confidently about real-life topics in another language. Nosotras vamos a México en dos días y ahora hablamos español. Gracias, Babbel. Sí, muchas gracias. <laughs> Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Start learning a language today at Babbel.com. 
Royal Flush Toilet Rentals. If you want to potty like a rock star, you can with us. At Royal Flush Toilet Rentals, we offer construction porta potty rentals, septic tank pumping, and luxury toilet trailers. Call 864-238-8800. We have two-stall, three-stall, and four-stall trailers for your corporate events, wedding parties, and special occasions. Call 864-238-8800. Royal Flush Toilet Rentals. What's that sound? That's the sound of Downy Unstoppable scent beads going into your washing machine and giving your clothes freshness that lasts all day long. There it is again. It's like music to your ears, or more like music to your nose. That freshness is irresistible. Let's get a Downy Unstoppable bottle shake. And now a sniff solo. Nice. Get six times longer lasting freshness plus odor protection with Downy Unstoppable's in-wash scent beads. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. Hi, everybody. I'm Don Munson. Up next is your daily update on what's happening with Clemson Athletics. But first, this from Founders Federal Credit Union. Attention all basketball fans. Are you ready to experience MVP treatment in banking? Look no further than Founders Federal Credit Union, where personalized service is the winning play. Don't settle for being just another number. Join Founders and receive the personalized attention you deserve, along with great rates, loans for any reason, and a dynamic online experience. Visit one of their 41 convenient office locations or visit foundersfcu.com to see if you qualify for membership. Relax. Go Tigers. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership qualification required. Terms and conditions apply. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Congratulations to men's basketball player Joseph Girard. As he was named the ACC Player of the Week, as announced by the league office yesterday, it is the first Player of the Week honor in his career from the ACC. Girard averaged 19.5 points, five rebounds, two and a half assists, and wins over number three North Carolina and Syracuse, both on the road, as he finished. 54.5% from the field, 60% from outside the three-point arc, and was 100% from the free throw line in the two games. 21.6 rebounds, three assists against the Tar Heels of North Carolina. Then he came back on Saturday, and he scored 18 points as he went five of six from the floor, four of five from beyond the three-point arc, and was a perfect four of four at the charity stripe. 18 points, that means he now has exactly 2,000 career points. And nice to see him do it actually there at Syracuse. He's currently 13th in the league in scoring 15.1 points per game. He is first in free throw percentage as he is averaging 93.4% from the free throw line. Of course, next up for Clemson is Wednesday night. Tomorrow, Miami will be in town. 7 o'clock game, hope you can be there. As always, go Tigers. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Level up your evening commute with Road Rage. Walt Deptula brings the heat when it comes to talking all things sports. Bring in the heat. It just speaks for itself. You guys are the best, man. And that's real talk. Let's go! 
Check it out weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m., only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. From the morning through the day And on through the night Like the sting or the burning of a slowly turning night. <laughs> Walt Diptula Road Rage. I'm going to read you something in a minute, Ramona. It just strikes me as funny. Walt Diptula Road Rage. We are back. You can get in 654-767. You want to get in and join the conversation. It is uh, Mitch and then Rose right now. Mitch, good to have you, Mitch. Appreciate you getting in. Thanks, Walt. How's it going? Good. Thank you. Yeah, uh... I was just going to say that call from Looper was exceptional. Y'all need to transcribe that and, you know, commemorate that. Put, hang it on the wall or something. Yeah, I mean, all in one so, breath. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. I couldn't keep up. I, uh, I don't know if you did or not, but no. that was, it was 30 topics in one sentence. Yeah, no, I, I, I only get to pick out, you know, two or three that I, that I focus in on and the rest gets lost on me. But, uh, but yeah, we did have some people on, uh, on uh, the text line tracking it. They know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, or I get notifications from the roar whenever like some coaches on, we need to start sending out notifications <laughs> for when looper calls. <laughs> I want to know about them. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I had two basketball thoughts. One was, I was just going to say, I've been really impressed with how Clemson basketball has been playing lately. I was born in 94, and I think the win in Chapel Hill on Tuesday was the best win that I can remember. The only other two that I would even consider, or the, the other two that came to my mind were the win over Auburn in the, I guess that was the round of 32 yep. in 2017. That was really fun to watch. And then when whenever we beat Duke by about 30 yeah, in like the 2007. Purnell, yeah, the Purnell team was yeah. like 71-47 or something, yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid, that was like the greatest day because I think we had a snow day the next day and I got to watch Clemson <laughs> tumble Duke and then yeah, I was out of school the next day. day. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. It, it, it was amazing. But um, my, I was going to say, uh, I remember you at the beginning of the year said, um, and I, I was, you know, I had similar thinking as you. I thought Clemson was going to be, basically the sky was the limit for this team and, it, and you know, they're, they're getting there, but, uh, I remember you saying uh, Clemson was going to shoot uh, above 40% from three, and I was like, you know, I could see that. And for whatever reason, they just there was a couple games there where we were woeful from three that really brought the percentage down, and I was kind of disappointed in that. But it seems like they're getting it back going. Yeah, you know, again, a big part of that was losing Hemingway, who was a 50% yeah. three-point shooter. So obviously that changed the equation. But, you know, Brad will tell you, and he has in the in the interviews I've done with him, that – you know that was actually that's actually his biggest disappointment of the year that he thought this was going to be an elite three point shooting team that just didn't uh, it just didn't blossom for whatever reason he, you know but he was holding on to the belief that water would still find its level and and maybe that's what's happening right now uh, I I sort of think it it may be starting to happen but but I also think that a, a big part of of what's happening now is Jack Clark being back which I just think gives Clemson a missing link that they just have not had. Yeah, I agree. I thought he played great against Syracuse. Yep. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, if we could get him away back, I, that could definitely open up the three-point 
game a little yeah, bit more. I don't an, don't anticipate. Yeah. yeah, don't anticipate that. I, I don't. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I'm not. A, it's been going on two or three years now. So, but um, the only other thought I had is uh, I've been watching UConn some, and I'm really intrigued by them and their coach. Uh, it's Danny Hurley, right? Yeah, Danny Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching them play Providence, I believe, and just listening to him talk. <laughs> and I don't, it seems like if his players would run through a brick wall for oh, him. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just really fascinated by his coaching style. And I think, you know, that would translate to any team anywhere. And if I was, you know, an athletic director looking for a coach, that he would be the type of guy that I would want. But, you know, I, I don't know if he'll ever leave UConn at this point, but I'm just thinking, you know, yeah. if I was somebody looking to hire – it would be him. And I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on yeah. Coach Hurley and kind of how he coaches and, and what makes him so great. Yep. Uh, yeah, Mitch. First of all, uh, great observations. In, in terms of Hurley, I, I, I think when you watch UConn's offense, I think he I think he is an offensive genius. I think he is coaching the game at such a high level from a basketball standpoint that – uh, I think it's almost unparalleled. Then you add in the fact that from a motivational standpoint, uh, he's just unbelievable. I mean, that huddle against Providence, he did not like the way his team played early in that game from an intensity standpoint, and and he told him so in a big-time way. And then there was a timeout, and he and he and you kind of finally upped their level of intensity to meet providences. And in the timeout, he basically screamed at him and said, in a good way, and said, "Now we're matching their intensity level, and that means we're now going to kick their a when it comes to basketball." You know, and yeah. and and uh, and and they absolutely did that. So. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's he's terrific. He's at the top of the profession right now. There's no question about it. Exactly. Yeah, that that you know line you just uh, quoted. That was the exact same one I happened to be watching, and then yeah. I saw it like later on Twitter. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, he he seems like a great motivator. Yep. <laughs> that would motivate me. Yep, no question about it. Hey, Mitch, that's an yeah. excellent job. You need to call more often. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, let me get to Rose. Rose in Marietta. Rose, how are you, Rose? Good to have you. Hey, hey, Walt. Thank you for taking my call. I love your show. Thank you, Rose. I listen to you every day. Um, I just totally appreciate all your commentary about everything. And um, thank you so much for giving props to my Gamecocks, because, my Gamecocks men's basketball, because it's very unfamiliar territory that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> because... I've been I've been a fan since the Frank McGuire wow. uh, period and with Kevin Joyce and Alex English and Mike Dunleavy and this is kind of shocking to me and so I'm like, What the heck's going on? You know, we hadn't lost but three games and I'm like, Oh my gosh, please don't fall apart now, please. So you and, saw um, just going I, back a second row, so you saw John Roche play too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was there. How about that? It was awesome. John and, Roach is um, unbelievable. For those who don't know, John, John know. Roach is one of the great college players of all time. I know. He he really he really is. And um, please, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we're so we're playing Auburn next, and we got and I think Auburn got the crap beat of them by, by Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, and now we're playing it. 
<laughs> and now we're going to play them there. And I'm like, oh, God. So what do you think? Um, if anything, can you um, at least maybe give me an idea of where we're going to finish with the rest of these games? Because I just, I'm afraid that what happened to Clemson, you know, yeah. if we, I, I don't think we're going to fall apart, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, what look, I think? get it because, you know, again, it goes to the bogus net ranking, which has South Carolina at 45. And South Carolina is clearly a top 25 team. Anyone who understands anything about basketball doesn't need analytics to understand what it looks like. South Carolina is a, right. a, a, South Carolina is a really good guard play, uh, an elite young superstar talent in Murray Boyles, a really good coach. Uh, they're good defensively, and they've proven they can beat good teams. Those are all signs of a quality tournament team. Um, now you yeah. can't you can't afford to to just tank down the stretch. But you know the good news in the Auburn the Auburn's the Auburn situation. It's a really tough spot for South Carolina. There's no question about it. Yeah, but it I, is. But I think you'll still compete. And at the end of the night, even if you don't win that game, and and look going in, I think you probably won't. But even if you don't win that game, your your net rankings actually going to improve in losing the game. So that's crazy. It is crazy, but that's how I the system know. works. And and so yeah. you know, expect South Carolina to jump some in the net ranking, even if you lose the oh, game. Oh my god! Okay, well, I um, I just uh, thank you so much for you know for all your honesty and everything and all this and um. I I was just I'm just like in shock, you know. Well, because I mean, think about where, where you came from. Way long time ago, and think huh? about where you came yeah. from last year. I mean, I mean, really? I mean, last year oh it was just a disaster. You had G.G. Jackson who was, was lost in his own so, world. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, G.G. Yeah. Jackson was lost in his own world. Lamont didn't know what to do yeah. with him, you know, and now yeah. now a year later, you're completely completely different team a so so much more a mature team now yeah i think so too and um but i just wish us luck wherever we you know from here on out but yep. um no matter what i'm i'm proud of them so uh, i mean you know lamont paris has done amazing work and yes. um but i um i truly appreciate all your commentary and thank you so much for taking my call thank you rose it's a pleasure as always call me more often Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Yep. Uh, yeah, really good calls late in the program. I, th I think that um, I, I think it's a good basketball team. I think it's an amazing, amazing season given where they were. Honestly, they were just such a train wreck last year. You know, uh, uh, Lamont trying to figure out what on earth to do with Gigi Jackson, who was just in his own universe, uh, playing for his own motivations. And I'm not, I'm not just blaming that kid. I'm just saying – that was an, basically an unworkable position for a head coach. Um, there was nothing you could do. I mean, it was a mess, and there was, like, no way to fix it in, in season. Now, a year later, and South Carolina has been completely <coughs> transformed in every way. Much more mature team on the court, focused team, a team that plays together, uh, a connected team, connected defensively, uh, just just night and day different from what we saw uh, a year ago. So, Ramona, you're telling me that uh, that Victor Wembanyama uh, was dressed like a seven foot five second story man. 
Yeah. 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 He has yeah. a black leather jacket, yeah. a black ski cap, and sunglasses over where the eyes are. Right. I guess. So, so the, on the, top of the ski cap. Right. So the end result is that the head part winds up looking like a like a, a black colored Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, that's actually what they called it, Spider-Man. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay, so it, it looked like he had the big goggles on, like the, the Spider-Man yeah. little outfit, except the, the, the headgear was black. Yeah. It was all. It was black on black on black. Correct. We just don't know why. We don't know no, why. we don't know why. We don't know why Victor dressed like he might be performing some cat burglary later <laughs> on in that night. Well, you know, sometimes you're short of time. Oh, yeah. And now we're off. Now we're at the point where, again, Victor Wembenyama had a had a triple double. And yeah. we're right back to uh, the Victor Wembenyama nonsense. We're yeah. just going to ignore the fact that Joel Embiid scored a you know, cool like 70 on him. We're just going to ignore that. We're going to ignore the, <laughs> we're gonna ignore the fact they lose every game. And we're just going to continue to say the same ridiculous things about uh, Wembenyama. You know, again, he's a nice, he's a nice skinny little player, and uh, and you know maybe one day he'll mature into an actual basketball player who who wins games and who carries his team. See, basketball is a sport where actual great players carry teams. They don't go, uh, you know, they they don't go uh, seven and forty. The actual great players carry teams. That's what happens. It happens all the time in the sport because again, you're you're one-fifth of the team. So if you're truly a great player, you automatically raise the level of your team. That's what all the great players throughout history have done. Not this one. They've actually gotten worse with them. Uh, but people want to just ignore that, and they, they focus on, because this is the world we live in. They focus on you know the fact that, well, he had 10 blocks, great. He's seven foot five. Yeah, he's going to block some shots. That's right. He also gave up 70 to Joel Embiid. In, in one of the most laughable defensive performances in NBA basketball history. Quick break, Walt Tiptula Road Rage. This Wednesday night, the Clemson Tigers are back home inside Little John Coliseum as they play host to the Miami Hurricanes. The second of two meetings this season, and after suffering a loss in the first game in Coral Gables, the Tigers look to get revenge at home. Broadcast begins at 6.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Here at ATV Outfitters, we stock more ATV, UTV, motocross, and street bike products than anyone for hundreds of miles around. We have more than 10,000 tires and wheels on hand, and we pride ourselves on great prices and getting you the accessories you need fast. Come see us in the items that are readily available to get your vehicle ready for the street, trail, or mud pit. Don't buy elsewhere. We'll both lose money. Come by the store located at 2485 Rutherford Road, Greenville, or shop online at ATVOutfitters.net. 
Attention golf cart fans, Salty Fries has expanded to Greenville, bringing us the number one number golf cart, the Icon EV, voted by thousands to be the number one overall best golf cart brand and the best street legal golf cart in 2023. Come experience the difference. Best yet, Salty Fries Golf Carts of Greenville can customize the Clemson-themed golf cart of your dreams. Save up to $2,000 during the end of the model year closeout sale. Salty Fries on Highway 183 in Piedmont and at SaltyFriesFRYES.com. Spring is knocking on our door, so get into a Landscaper Supply location for your home needs on the lawn, on the patio, and around your home. It's where pros and homeowners shop for the best brands, the best solutions, and the best service. Buy a gas grill and get free gas for a year. Have premium quality mulch, soil, stone, or sand delivered right to your home with their Mulch Made Easy Scoop It There It Is program. Seven locations in the upstate, a better experience for homeowners and pros alike. Landscaper Supply. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Just trust me. We've all heard or said these words ourselves at various points. It's going to be great. Just trust me. We say that all the time. And that's basically what I'm saying when you hear me talk about PhD weight loss. I'm just asking you, just trust me. And now the reality is a few of y'all are thinking things like this. Will it be safe? Or, you know, perhaps more commonly, will I fail? Nope. You won't fail because they won't let you. You're not your past. Whatever diet pills or injections you did in the past failed you. Wanting to drop weight is 80% of the battle, so you're almost there. And the other 20% is having an expert on your side, a way to keep you on track. Keeping you on track is what PhD does. It's the most important thing that they do. I want you to think about this. Think about what not doing PhD will do. Multiply 5 pounds times 5 years of doing nothing. You're another 25 plus pounds overweight if you don't stop right now and call PhD. For more info, go to the website at myphdweightloss.com ebay motors is here for the ride 120,000 miles of night drives daily commutes and who knows how many are we there yet through countless fixes elbow grease and a new radiator you kept your ride alive with ebay motors you have over 122 million parts to keep it running and with ebay guaranteed fit they'll be the perfect fit every time plus at these prices well we're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Man, you won't believe the phone call I just got. This guy told me that the Roar is the best sports talk station in the upstate. We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Where it began, I can't begin to know him. But then I know it's growing strong Hand Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
so good. We are back. Uh, while at South Carolina, uh, John Roach was twice named ACC Basketball Player of the Year. Um, was second in the voting in his other varsity year. So he won the ACC Player of the Year twice, and he was second in the voting in his third year. He only played three years. Consensus All-American, Academic All-American basketball player, 70-71, named the 20th best player in the history of the Atlantic Coast Conference on its 50th anniversary team. And I would say he was at least that. Um, he, what what I didn't know, Ramon, was this. Uh, Roach is currently an attorney at the Denver office of the law firm Taylor Anderson. Who knew? That's in Colorado. So how about that? So not only was he a great player, but he's going on to have a uh, very successful uh, post-basketball. Not like cream puff stores. <laughs> not, not like cream puff stores. All right, so, you know, get this. You know, people saw the little uh, Kelsey-Andy Reid confrontation early in the game. Uh, and, and again, people are still, people have no idea are still making too much of this. Speaking of having no idea, Ramona, you know, I, look, as a conservative, I never liked this woman on my team. <laughs> I just, I never liked having this woman on my team. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin has decided to chime in on this. Why? I have no idea. Uh, but Man, I thought she disappeared. She did. Now she's back. I, I, I sort of liked it better well, when she was gone. Okay. You know, you know, when she was around, she was too much fuel for the other side. You know, the, the, what always troubled me about Sarah Palin having Sarah Palin on my side, is that she could serve, but she couldn't volley. In other words, she could make an initial statement on something, and she was fine because it was her prepared statement. It right. always it always looked like it was nerve-wracked, uh, wracked, but still, uh, you know, she could get by with her initial statement on whatever it was she was speaking about. It was only when she had to volley, when somebody questioned her back, then... Then the trouble started. Okay, and and you knew it was never gonna it was never gonna get better. And I hated having her on our side because because it was just uh, she was just a living, walking, breathing. I mean, remember she saw Alaska from her house. Remember? Oh yeah, Russia. Yeah, yeah, she saw Russia from her house. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah, um, it, she's decided to chime in on this. I don't know. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Yeah, why would she? This is what brought this? Sarah Palin back. Yeah, but she writes fans of this anti-natty, road-raged, vaxxed-up shill should be ashamed. Coach Reed should have benched him. Stat lost respect for every sportscaster having no problem with Kelsey's word. I I don't think I can blank. say on 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 radio. Yeah, don't with say Kelsey's it. blank move. As they elevated him in front of millions of young athletes by ignoring his rotten character. Shameful. Wow. Um, first of all, you know, stay in your lane. Talk about things. Look, even in your lane, you didn't, <laughs> you weren't good. But, but at least stay <laughs> in it. Don't talk about things you have no idea about. Now, I've I've seen people in the sports world uh, offer a somewhat similar opinion, but when she says she's lost respect for every sportscaster having no problem with Kelsey's move, well, you know, she doesn't know me, but that would be me. 
I not only have no problem with it, I think that's why the Chiefs have won Super Bowls because he's the most competitive guy on that team. And that's all you saw. It's his will to win is what has helped carry the Chiefs. Mahomes gets all the credit. This guy is the key. You know, I I saw a friend of mine the other day writing something about some of these other quarterbacks. You know, Josh Allen doesn't have the it factor and that kind of thing. That's nonsense. What Josh Allen doesn't have is Travis Kelsey. What he doesn't have is Andy Reid. Those are the things he doesn't have. Uh, and, And maybe he'll have it now in Dalton Kincaid. Maybe Kincaid will grow into that for him. But that's what he hasn't had. You you look at the Buffalo Kansas City games, they have been they have gone right to the last second. It's not like it's not like Allen choked in those games. None of that ever happened. What he didn't have was this guy. A guy with this intensity and this experience and this ability to get open. That's what Kelsey is. And and that fire and fight you saw on the sideline. Is something that, you know, look, did Andy Reid love that in the moment? Maybe not. But he knows that's why he wins. He wins because of that guy. He wins because of that intensity. Look, I have seen Brady scream at his best friends in the game. Guys he, he loves. I have seen him scream at them. Absolutely scream at them. You know, if you go back in the history of this sport, as I mentioned the other day, you you have, you know, uh, Bill Parcells and Phil Simms used to scream at each other all the time on the sideline. That was a million years ago. We act like this stuff doesn't go on all the time. It does. We just pick and choose what we like and what we don't like for whatever uh, motivation we have. But the bottom line is, it's that competitive fire that has enabled the Chiefs to win these Super Bowls. And and I'm telling you right now, to my way of thinking, Kelsey is every bit as big a part of this as Mahomes. Maybe bigger. Maybe bigger. I mean, if anybody thinks that team was winning the Super Bowl this year without Travis Kelsey, you're crazy. You're crazy. And this stuff about, well, you know, they, they should have uh, suspended them immediately. Uh, okay, yeah, if, you, if the goal is to lose. We saw Bill Belichick hand a Super Bowl to the Philadelphia Eagles like that, and that was not with a player of Kelsey's magnitude, but a key player for New England. You take Kelsey off that field, there's no way Kansas City uh, wins that game. No no stinking way. Uh, they don't even get there without Kelsey. They, they, they don't beat Baltimore without Kelsey. I mean, they scored 17 points and zero in the second half, and most of it had to do with Kelsey. So th- this stuff about should have benched him, set him, stat is utterly laughable. Utterly laughable. It's like a, a, you don't understand anything of the history or the sport or competitive nature under the under that circumstance. That is a a look, all that shows you with Kelsey is his desire to win. His desire to win, his his level of intensity, his desire to win is insane. That's why they win. It's because of that guy. And you want to remove him from the equation? Look, Andy Reid is smarter than that. So uh, so there's that, Sarah. But, you know, I've seen this from a, from a number of people. But, you know, Sarah has lost respect for every sportscaster having no problem. 
and elevated him in front of millions of young athletes. You know, you know what? You know, look, it's up to the parents to be role models. If you're looking for role models and athletes, you're probably looking in many cases in the wrong place anyway. And beyond that, it, it, look, I'm sorry. In this world with all the things that go on and just the fact that uh, little Johnny and little Susie are on this cesspool that is social media every day and you're going to worry about the fact that Travis Kelsey has words with his coach. I mean, are you, are you kidding me? That's like the least of your concerns. Whatever number that is in your list, it should be like, you know, one million uh, should be in front of it. So I, I, I don't know. And again, I don't know why Sarah Palin has decided that uh, this is something that she should uh, inject herself into. I, I don't I, I don't quite get it. But again, I, I'll just say what I saw at the beginning. I, I had no problem with uh, with what he did. I just think. I think that's the nature of this sport at the highest level. Um, so, and and I think you don't win that game without without him. I, I just don't think you do. Uh, Texas said pitches and catches uh, tomorrow. Walt, uh, love that baseball season's coming back. We desperately need it. Uh, Uncle Clee says, I remember Roach from the 60s. Uh, what's the rest of this? Bill Packer and... And uh, and company, yeah. Look, uh, again, John Roach was a legendary, legendary ACC player. Um, one of the greatest college basketball players ever lived. He was that. He was that good. That good a player. You know, it's funny because I I don't. I had no idea about uh, him being an attorney. I honestly, I hadn't thought about John Roach in a long time. If you had asked me whether he was alive or dead, I'm not sure I would have known in the dead game. Uh, but I know John Roach is a player. And now that we know he's alive, maybe we should get him on the show. You know, I should have mentioned earlier, uh, who was it who killed off Lefty Giselle? Did Looper kill off Lefty Giselle? Because, you know, he's not dead. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and we've had Lefty on the show a number of times. A uh, number of times. Um. Come on, Walt, some grown-A man uh, grabs you like that, you would have laid him out. Well, you know, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. I, I'm not, I was not coaching the Chiefs. <laughs> so so that's, that's a different thing. Uh, Texas said, cameras everywhere uh, has happened lots of times, just wasn't on camera. Right. I mean, th- this stuff goes on with great regularity on the sideline of football games. It, it happens all the time. They're just not as momentous as this, uh, as this occasion was. And, and so there's, there's that, there's that added element to it. But I, I just think, I think that's the degree. Honestly, if you ask me, if I was to assemble a list, like of the most competitive football players I have seen in the last 20 years, you know, not necessarily best, not necessarily, but just the most competitive players that I have seen. Brady would be one because I think he's the most competitive football player I've ever seen. And I, I think two would be Kelsey. I, I'm, I'd be interested to hear other names in, in that regard. Um, you know, I, Texas said Shipley did. Y- yeah, exactly. And that was out of character for him. Yeah, you're 100% right. You know, with the with the greatest, with one of the two greatest running backs in the history of your school, uh, Will Shipley decided that 
you know, he should, you know, have a conversation with C.J. Spiller. Yeah, I, I just think it, it happens, and I think it's it's largely meaningless. In most cases, I think it defines the competitive nature of the players. But if I think about the last 20 years of football, I, I think Brady won, and that resulted in 10 Super Bowl appearances and seven wins. And, and you know, people always say, well, he could have lost this one. He should have won two others that he didn't. And then, uh, and then I think Kelsey. I, I think, and I think that's what we've seen with him every single year. I, I, I think really, when we talk about Mahomes' it factor, that it factor has been Kelsey. Uh, other quarterbacks don't have him. We're done. I'll see you tomorrow. WCCPFM one hundred five point five, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson. WAHT AM fifteen sixty, Cowpens ninety seven point five, Spartanburg. We are the roar. It sucks too because they don't get paid that. <laughs> they need to be paid more. I wish we, we should start like a producer, Go like GoFundMe for producers. But some of them, some of them, <laughs> but some of them are really good dropping sound effects. The Diehards, weeknights from 8 to 10 Eastern on the Sports Map Radio Network. Primetime with Tim Murray starts now. We're bringing class back to primetime on the Sports Map Radio Network. It's got to be primetime. This is VSIN Primetime. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Decent prime time. We're live here in Las Vegas. The site, Super Bowl 58, came and went and saw the Kansas City Chiefs claim their third Super Bowl 